on a similar uh, setup to um, this year, not exactly the same. Shabbos Parashasar A was the first day of Rosh This year, I think it's the second day of Rosh Let's go right to... Huh? I don't think so. Shabbos is uh, the first day of El. So the second day of Rosh No? Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I should know better to doubt Rabbi Rossi River. I don't like to argue with you, but... Thank you. Yes, same exact setup as this year. Let's go. Look, I give you today a blessing. Shem tells each of us, look, I'm giving you to you today a blessing. Now the Rebbe explains that explains when Hashem says in this Pasuk, I'm giving this to you today, the word I is analogous to the word I that is used in the beginning of the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai when God gave us a Gave us a Torah, and he said, I am Lord your God. What's the comparison between God saying, I am Lord your God at Mount Sinai, and saying to us, I'm, I am giving you a blessing? When we receive the Torah, Moshe Ben describes this in Parshas Veschanan and says, That God spoke to you face to face, which means that God revealed. To every single Jew, the level of godliness called Yudke Vavke. The level of godliness of Yudke Vavke became etched into the neshama of every Jew Bipnimius, inside them. The Yudke Vavke that was revealed at Mount Sinai, this, this, this godly light entered into every single Jew. That's the meaning of the words I spoke to you face to face. The word face also means inside. Hashem revealed His inside, His inner light, and that became etched into our inner selves. And that's why Hashem said, I am Hashem, your God, specifically yours, that this lofty level of galingness, which is called Yudkevavke, which is above uh, creation, and it's something which cannot be limited in a vessel, can't come inside, it can't be limited, it can't be, be absorbed and contained, yet, however, at Mount Sinai, this became so revealed in every single Jew, that Hashem says about every single Jew, I am Hashem, your God. That means, I am Hashem, who has a connection to you personally, because the godly light that's being revealed at Mount Sinai is entering into every single person's neshama. It's being this light which cannot be absorbed, which is infinite, which is transcendent. At Mount Sinai, it became absorbed. It became revealed in every single Jew to the extent that God says to each of us, "I am your God personally. I have a connection to you. That this light is you now yours." <clears throat> so how could that happen, though? If this light is indeed transcendent, if this light is indeed infinite. And it can't be absorbed. So how was it absorbed? <coughs> so that's why Hashem begins the sentence and says, I am Hashem your God. The word Anoichi refers to Hashem's essence. And because this revelation was powered by Hashem himself, by Hashem who is called Yachol, could do anything, that's why it's possible 
that this lofty level godliness could become yours, could become something which is etched into you, even though even though it's 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 um, against the principles of uh, I don't know spiritual mechanics, spiritual physics, that this infinite light should fit into a, a limited soul, and yet because of the Abishter who is in, who could do anything, Anoichi, I who am I. I who am I am able to make that Yudke Vavke, which is infinite, could become you, could become inside you. In order that Yudke Vavke, in order that this lofty light of guidance should enter into you, which is a wondrous thing, there needs to be a special power to do this. The power for this is from Hashem's essence. Hashem himself, who is described by the word Anoichi, Anoichi means I, and it's a word the Torah uses also when Yaakov visits his father and is pretending to be Esav, and Yitzchak says to, to, says to Yaakov, who are you? And Yaakov says, I am Esav, your firstborn. So Rashi says that when Yaakov used the word Anoichi, uh, Yaakov was saying the words, I am who I am, and Esav is your firstborn. In other words, the word Anoichi is also a word that is meant to hide the identity of the person who is speaking. That Only I know who I am. Uh, the Gemara says something similar about, uh, let's, say, let's say you're being uh, accosted by uh, someone who is uh, threatening you, and they force you to make an oath which, which you don't want to make. So, if they are threatening you, the oath is allowed to be said. However, you're supposed to have other things in mind. You're supposed to have, uh, um, you're, you're supposed to maybe say, you're allowed to say the words, but if you have something else in your heart, then in that scenario, that's permissible. There's the details of when it's permissible, how it's permissible, what you're allowed to say, and what, what you're allowed to mean. But assuming Yaakov didn't want to say something which is untrue, and therefore Yaakov said, I am who I am. That's why you use that word specifically. So the point is that the word Anoichi refers to a a classifying yourself in a way that only you can know who you are. So too, when we hear, Anoichi refers to God's essence. As we wrote a few weeks ago, that Anoichi stands for the words, I, my soul, I wrote it and gave it. And Hashem gave us the Torah. He gave us His very soul, His very essence. So because the revelation of Galilus is coming from the essence of Hashem, who is beyond all, all, all limitation, therefore it's possible for Yudke Vavke, which is infinite, to become part of every person's uh, to enter in everyone's soul in a way that we could absorb it and retain it and becomes our identity. And so too in the verse that opens up this week's Torah portion. Look, I give to you today a blessing. That Hashem is saying that this bracha that is being given from on high and is descending to this world is being given before you. The word before you also means, like at Mount Sinai, it also means inside you. Lefnechem also had, the root of that word, Lefnechem, also has that word panem, which means face. Or the, the, the reason why the word panem means face is because when you look at someone's face, the previous Rebbe says, you could see the mahalach nefesh. You could see the way the person is, is thinking by looking at their face. The, the, the face expresses what's going on inside them. So the word face is related to the word inside. So Hashem's bracha, the Ravgala revelation that Hashem tells us, He's giving us in this week's Torah portion, He's giving this revelation to where? To our inside. Which is also wondrous. That this 
this revelation is coming inside us, how is it possible? It's also because it comes from Hashem Himself, who beyond any of the names of Hashem, each name of Hashem expresses a different facet of God's abilities and God's um, uh, actions. As the, as the Medrash says, God says, I am called by my deeds. So each deed that God does expresses another one, is expressed by one, another one of His names. Your Elohim has to do with judgment, uh, Kalos with kindness. So Anoichi is the way Hashem is beyond any name. So the, the bracha that Hashem gives each of us, this Shabbos and this parsha, and Hashem tells us, I'm giving this to you this bracha, lifnechem, that it should come absorb within you, it should reach you inside you. How is it possible it's going to reach you inside? It's because it comes from Hashem Himself, who is beyond all names, because the Hashem has no limitation. And the Rebbe continues in Kutetera to explain this verse. The altar says that this bracha, that God says about this bracha, look, I'm giving you today a bracha. This bracha comes from the aleph of Anochi and it is above the letter base. The word bracha begins with a base and Anoichi begins with an Aleph. So the kind of blessing that is being given to us, which comes from Hashem Himself, is, a, is, is closely connected to the makeup of the word Anoichi. The word Bracha is, begins with a base. That's a lower kind of Bracha. But here, the, the word Anoichi begins with an Aleph, which is a higher kind of Bracha. That's what the Alter Rebbe says. What's the difference between a, a class B bracha, if you will, and a class A bracha, Aleph bracha? Well, Maktim, the Alter Rebbe prefaces, explained that the special virtue of an Aleph bracha, and he says, Levayer, to first explain something else. The reason why the Torah begins with the letter Beis is because Beis is the beginning of the word blessing. So the Torah begins with blessing. And although the, le- the, word, the letter Aleph has the same letters as the word wonder, and wonder is something which is beyond the base, beyond, beyond a bracha, wonder is something beyond. However, wonder also means something which is hidden. It's something which is beyond, yes, higher, yes, but it's also hidden. So it's not something which is revealed. So although the Aleph is higher than base, Aleph is Pella and base is Bracha, Aleph is wonder and base is blessing, and wonder is bigger than just a regular blessing. However, the Bracha of the Aleph is something which is hidden, something which, is, which, is, which is, remains in a wondrous, hidden, transcendent state. The Inyan Zeh, however, this lofty thing of the Aleph, the wondrous light of the Aleph, which was never brought into the world, Nimshech Manteh Shepasach Bracha Aleph, that did this enter the world when God gave us the Torah, beginning with letter Aleph Anoichi? When God said the word Anoichi, He gave us this unique bracha which ordinarily is not able to come into the world. The Torah allows this, this to, to happen that this wondrous light of Hashem, which cannot come into the world, to the Torah, this, there is revelation. So, till, till the giving of the Torah, this light of Hashem was hidden. And then when the Shem gave us a Torah, now it's possible for this wondrous light, which was represented by the Aleph, which Aleph is the same letters again as the word wonder, so now it is able to be revealed. 
And this then is the meaning of the words. Look, I'll give you today a blessing. Next page. That from the Aleph of Anoichi, from the wondrous light of Hashem represented by the Aleph of Anoichi, the bracha is drawn down from above to below and, and it's given within you. The bracha is absorbed within every Jew and their pneumis in their inside. And this revelation of the Aleph that came to the world when God gave us the Torah is higher than the blessing that the world received when God created the world. When, the world. when God created the world, He created the world with our base. That was one kind of blessing. So, the I gave the bracha originally when I created the world. There's a certain level of bracha. Today, I'm, I'm making a higher level of bracha. He's not referencing the creation. He's just saying, Anoichi, Aleph, I'm giving you the Aleph today. Well, I mean, in the explanation, no? I mean, the original is the bracha, right? Originally it was the bracha. Right. And now I'm going to the Aleph. Now I'm going to the Aleph. Today it's an additional. You had a bracha before. Right. And now I'm I'm increasing this. I'm making a higher level bracha. Right. But he's not referencing creation in the Pasuk. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm saying, but in here is referencing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now it's a higher bracket. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay. So, so um, what's the difference exactly? So, the creation of the world is with letter base, which is associated with the sphere of Chachma. The Mittler Rebbe explains the connection of the letter base to creation, but, and he says that the base of gracious is a large base, which is associated with the the level of Chachma. It says in the Torah, with Chachma, a house can be built. Um, so with Chachma, Hashem built the world. The, the, the Torah is built by, the, the Torah is a blueprint for creation. So with the base of, the large base, which, is, which represents the sphere of Chachma, um, as the Targum Yerushalmi translates the word Reishas Bara, Tagmishami translates Bukhmasabara. How did God create the world with, with world Bereshus? Bereshus means the beginning, but also means the first sphere, the sphere of Chachma. Chachma is the source of creation. So that's the blessing the world received when Hashem made it, the sphere of Chachma. <coughs> that's a large base, the sphere of Chachma. The sphere of Chachma, as we went many times, <coughs> is revelation of the of how Hashem is alone, nothing besides him. The highest level of Atsilus is the sphere of Chachma, the main sphere of Atsilus is the source for the creation of the yesh. How does a yesh, how is there the creation of a thing that comes from the sphere of Chacham? So this bracha, which came to the world when God made it, that comes from the beginning of the, of the, the first letter of Yud Kei The first letter of Yud Kei is the Yud. And from the level of Chachma, it goes through the spiritual cosmos, from level to level to the Yud and the He and the Vav and the He. Until it, it, it um, in, in, in this chain, it produces a creation. That's the bracha of creation. From Chachma to Bina to Das, until it descends to this world. That's the regular way that Gali light is revealed. That's what happened by creation. The However, the blessing <coughs> that comes to the world, when, through the Torah, when God gave us the Torah, 
this is a different kind of bracha, and this is what God means when he says in the beginning of this sixth parasha, look, I give you today a bracha. Hashem is talking about a higher level of bracha, not the level of Yudkei Vavkei. It's not the level of Yudkei Vavkei. Yudkei Vavkei itself, Hashem's name. But there is Yudkei Vavkei the way it is in Atzilus. There is Yudkei Vavkei the way it is in Beyond Atzilus. I think it was by one of the meals that uh, the Rebbe was, was, had mentioned the Maimar and Shavuos, I think it was, I don't want to misquote it, but something to the effect of that there is a level beyond uh, Yudkei Vavkei, and the Rashag asked the Rebbe about it, and the Rebbe said, there's nothing higher than Yudkei Vavkei. There's a way Yudkei Vavkei has letters, and the way Yudkei Vavkei is beyond letters. In other words, the, 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 the way each letter of Yudkei Vavkei is formed represents a different kind of godly life. So, then there, so that's the, the, the bracha that came out of the world in creation. The Yudkei Vavkei that, that comes down through the giving of the Torah is Yudkei Vavkei the way it is beyond the spiritual cosmos, the way it is beyond that source. So that's what's drawn down I said the Shabbos, the truth is not the Shabbos. This is the, the, the words Hashem is saying in the beginning of the six parashas referring to the revelation of the giving of the Torah. Hashem says, look, I give you today a bracha is something which is consistent, which is always happening. It's through the Torah that we have this additional light of Hashem which is beyond the spiritual cosmos. That's the end of Esau Aleph. So in short, the end of Esau Aleph is that the al is telling us that the bracha described in the first Pasuk Torah portion is a bracha from Anoichi, a bracha from the essence of Hashem, and that's why Hashem uses the word Anoichi, I, because we're talking about a kind of blessing which is associated with the letter Aleph, which is beyond, which Aleph means Pell, it's a wondrous thing, and it wasn't able to be revealed before, but through the Torah, this is being revealed. We could add and explain better, more, the virtue of the blessing that we receive from the level of Anoichi, from God's essence. To explain this, what exactly is this blessing a little more, by looking in the mimer of the Alter Rebbe from the year, Tovkov Samach Beis. <clears throat> and that, that's um, 1802. The Al-Rebbe asks, how come sometimes the Torah says the words, I am the Lord your God took you out of Egypt. Sometimes that's the way the Torah phrases it. I am the Lord your God took you out of Egypt. And sometimes the Torah phrases it this way, Anoichi, I, not Ani, but I, the word Anoichi is used to describe how Hashem took us out of Egypt. Why sometimes is like Nishma? Nishma it says, Ani Hashem Lokechem. I uses the word I. And in Mount Sinai, God said Anoichi. They're both referring to God took us out of Egypt. And yet sometimes it uses the word I as with Ani, and sometimes the word I is Anoichi. So Atabra answers in that discourse, in Ikara Hefresh, The main difference between the word Ani and the word Anoichi is the Chaf. Reb Zev is wondering if we're going to get to uh, Paul Hamburger's book over here, the Anoichi uh, Misha Anoichi. He's a uh, Dr. Hamburger wrote a whole book explaining how every single Anoichi in the Torah, how it represents God's essence. So the main difference in Ani and Anoichi is letter Chaf. What's letter Chaf do? Elias Kepirish Ani, who Yeduk Shadam Yemen Al Atse Shu Esa Dabra Pudding Kadema. Yemen Yasisi Dabra Zeh. 
When you say I with the word ani, you could say about yourself, I did this. If you said anoichi, you also could, it also could be, in, that also would work. It wouldn't be as smooth, but you also say, I did this with the word anoichi. Amnon, differences. There's different ways of saying I did this. One way of saying I did this is who spilt the milk? Or who uh, threw that in the garbage? Whose fault was it? So you say, I did it. So if you're trying to uh, excuse yourself or admit guilt, you say, I did it, I need, I did it. You're not trying to boast, not trying to, 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 to uh, you're not proud of what you did. So then you say the word ani. Ani is when you're saying something that I did it, but, but, um, uh, so, so the word ani is not a, a language of, of expression of greatness. Anoichi is an expression of greatness. So when you're saying, I did something, and you are um, uh, guilty of something, I ate the kogel, it was me, there's no kogel left, because I ate it. It was actually a knishes, but whatever, who's counting? So, so uh, when, when you say, when you admit guilt to doing that, so then you, well, you're, the word to use is ani. Um, so, However, when a person, what, what are you responding to? You're responding to an accusation. And then you you're speak with denigrity, self-denigrity, self-deprecation. Um, However, what if you had a right to the kugel? What if this kugel was your kugel? And the guy is saying to you, who ate the kugel? And you want to say, no, I ate that kugel. That's my kugel. Then the word to say is anechi. So if you are feeling, feeling um, guilty of eating the kugel, you say, ani ate the kugel. If you are proud of that act of eating the kugel, and that kugel was your kugel, and who thinks they have right to that kugel, then the right ex- expression is, anechi, I, I, yes, indeed, I ate that kugel. That was my kugel. In other words, when you say anechi, you're saying, don't you know who I am? This is my house, and that's my kugel. That's, that's the anechi. But if you were, if you felt bad about eating the kogel, you would say, yeah, I ate the kogel. You hear? Okay. And that's the main difference between everywhere the Torah uses the word ani, or the Torah uses the word anechi. That ani, I, with the word ani, means we're speaking in a way of self-deprecation. That's why the word ani has same letters as the word ayin. Ayin means something which, is, something which is not a thing. Ayin means something which is not a metzias, not an entity, not a um, n- not a, a separate entity from Galenius. And ayin means nothingness. Ani, which is an expression of humility, um, is related to the word ayin, which means nothingness is expression of humility. And when you're speaking big, when you're speaking, big, speaking a big name, when you're trying to elevate yourself, then you would use the word anich. For example, when Shaul went to go find the, the donkeys of his father, and he met Shmuel, and he asked Shmuel, where is the house of the seer? Where is the house of the one who could see things? So Shmuel said, 
I am the one who could see. And because he spoke in a, on his level, I was considered boastful. That's why he was punished, etc. Because the word Anoichim means, yes, that's me. And by the way, I'm, I'm the one who could see. Of course, it wasn't that way when Shmuel said it. It wasn't with that kind of boasting. But still, on his level, it was considered to be something boastful. And that's why he was punished. And he didn't see um, who was meant to be the next king until God showed him how it was uh, King David who was meant to be the next king. So the word Anoichim means when you're trying to express your greatness, and the word Ani is when you're speaking with humility. This will help us understand why Hashem uses different words when He talks about taking us out of Egypt. When the Jewish people were in Egypt, and God descended to Egypt to save us. So we, we were in a very low state. So God also had to, so to speak, go down to our level to redeem us. And therefore the right word is Ani. I am the one who had to go all the way down to, to redeem you. However, when God gives us the Torah, that's, so to speak, an expression of Hashem's greatness. That's an expression of, of the infinite light of Hashem with this thunder and this lightning in order to affect in us this sense of reverence in us. There God says, Anoichi. God says, I am the Lord your God. He uses the word Anoichi, which is expression of Hashem's greatness. So when a God is talking about how He is lowering Himself, so to speak, a, like we would say, I ate the kugel, it's my fault, then God uses the word ani. He's lowering himself to take us out of Egypt. However, when God is saying, I'm giving you the Torah, an expression of Hashem's greatness, then God uses the word anechi. Everyone follow? Any questions, comments? Okay, so in short, we explained the, to, to, in order to explain what's unique about the special bracha of, the, of that, that Hashem says in the beginning of the sixth Torah portion, I give you today a bracha, we started off explaining the meaning of the word Anoichi, and we said that Anoichi means an expression of greatness, as opposed to the word Ani, which, which is expression of humility. All right, Chazak Baruch.